And now, more sports and torts with David Spada and Elliot Heron. We are back, Sports and Torts, with David Spada and Elliot Harris. I am Elliot Harris, and on the phone is David Spada, who is out of the studio today. But more importantly, on the phone is Minnesota Twins great Tony Oliva. Tony, how are you? Good, good, Dave. How you doing? Who, who are you, Dave? This is Elliot. This is how Elliot, but I'll, I'll answer to anything. Yeah. <laughs> now... Yeah. You've played for the Twins from 62 to 76, had a yes. career batting average of 304, 220 home runs, 947 runs batted in. Not almost as many injuries in your career too, but I I view you as one of those players who should be in the Hall of Fame. Thank you. Thank uh, you. do you still have hopes that someday that will happen? Yes, I still hope uh, some day this thing happy because there's a lot of, lot of, lot of people that I like to see this thing happy. Uh, you know, a lot of the, the baseball players that I play with, you engage them, um, they ask me the same question you're asking me right now, you know? I like, they don't have any idea how I'm not making to the Hall of Fame yet. Uh, you know, and my, um, I have a lot of fans that uh, write to me and pull it for me and see me all the time in the stadium because I still work for Minnesota Twins for, you know, for 50 years I've been with the organization. I go to the ballpark every day and I see thousands, thousands people every day and, and they say this thing, a lot of these old guys, you know, and the young I wish you'd be in the Hall of Fame. You have to be in the Hall of Fame, you know. That's keeping me going, you know what I mean? But, uh, you know, I still have a hope that someday maybe this thing happens. When you came up to the Twins, did you find it easy, or was there a big adjustment period? Uh, I'm sorry, I don't hear that that that, that question too well. When you came up with the Twins, was it a, an easier or difficult adjustment period? Well, you see, I think it's a very uh, uh, difficult adjustment because of the first thing, I come from Cuba. I think if you come here from the United States, it's a lot easier because you know the language and, and the culture and everything. Uh, when you come from different countries, it's, uh, it's, it's difficult. Um, for me, it was difficult because I, I miss my family a lot in those days. I still miss my family. Uh, but uh, I was uh, uh, lucky enough to play for some baseball players that was Cuban ball players and Spanish ball players that um, they encouraged me a lot and and um, uh, you know and was able to uh, give me some good advice uh, you know in Minnesota Twins there was Soilo Versailles was here Camilo Pascual Pete Ramos Julio Becker uh, they are Cuban and uh, later Victor Peyo Power was here and make everything a lot easier for me. But, uh, you know, the first few years, it was very difficult. How did you get discovered in Cuba? Uh, that was a miracle. Uh, I say a miracle because I believe in everything I do. I believe that God has a, a big part in everything and had to be, uh, that was to be a, a big, big part because 
Uh, I grew up in Cuba in the country, in Pinar del Rio. I, uh, I never played organized baseball, uh, uh, like uh, Little League or or semi-pro ball or nothing like that. I played uh, every Sunday baseball. I, I, I like the uh, town town balls. And there was a a, a thing close to uh, there was a thing in town close to where I grew up that we played against them a couple of times, and they see me play, and they recommend me to to uh, to another place. And um, where they have a, a big town, they yeah, play from this with this place in Los Palacios, and uh, and that was um, uh, about 20 miles from my hometown, and they had a guy there, the name Roberto Fernandez Tapene, a professional baseball player who played for Washington Senate. He saw me play, and right away uh, they saw my talent. And they, he speak about Joe Cambria, the scout from Minnesota Twins. In those days, there was a Washington Senate. And uh, and he saw me play one day, only one time. And he decided to sign me, uh, to take a chance to sign me. Yeah, I was, that was a lucky day because uh, I was the only one that Roberto Fernandez recommend uh, to play uh, professional to Joe Cambria, and he signed me, and I was able to come here to the United States and, and play all those years. Now, who was the best ball player in your family? Your father was a pretty good ball player, too. Well, well I think my father was better than me, because if you know what for my father, no way I was able to play. Uh, my father, he was a person, uh, you know, that we have a, we have a, a farm, uh, but we come here like for a poor family. But he always uh, uh, make sure that we get everything to be able to, you know, play baseball. He, I don't know how he did it, but he was able to find some baseball, bat, and this time for, for, for me and for the other kids in the neighborhood to play baseball. Um, he, 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 he was a right-handed thrower like me, a left-handed hitter. Uh, I said that was unbelievable. And later, when when I get married, I got my own kid. My son was right-handed throw and left-handed hitter. And he was a good hitter. And Minnesota Twins signed him, and but he got hurt after one year in the rookie league. But my father was a, uh, uh, a good, good amateur baseball player. So when you came to the Twins, you had some great players in the team, like Harmon Killebrew, Mudkid Grant. Did any of them basically help you to, to adjust, or was it basically you had to learn by yourself? No, no, no. I got it. I got it. I was lucky. I was lucky to come into Minnesota Twins. Uh, they, we have some lot of ball players, a lot of great ball players. Uh, you know, Camilo Pascual was here. Julio Becker, uh, Pete Ramos, Sergio uh, Versailles, Hamon uh, Kilibru. He called me. He called me rookie. And he still. Uh, Fifty years later, he used to call me rookie. After you know, last year, two or three days before he passed away, I went to Arizona to see him, and uh, oh man, and he was so nice. I tell the people he was so nice to be a baseball player. But we got a Mocha Grind, Orobare, Jim Cat, Jim Perry, 
we got all those guys try to help me one way or another. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, like, uh, like uh, especially, you know, Orobari, Mocha Grimes, uh, the first few years when we used to go to Orlando, Florida for spring training, you know, we used to, we used to stay in the, in the black neighborhood. And, uh, they don't speak English, very little English. And, you know, all those people, uh, take care of me, get me under the wings, you know. Um, they used to take me to restaurants to eat and, and different places. Since then, when I was in this role, you know, like, uh, many times Camilo Pascual, you know, and Soilo and Killy Brew and, uh, and, you know, Jim Perry a lot of times, you know, Jim Cat, Jim Cat, we used to go to, to California to play, and he invited me to, he take me to different places, different Mexican restaurants to eat. Uh, uh, you know, I, that was nice. Uh, they know I was by myself here in America. I was a very lonesome person because I don't have no family and nothing here. Only my family was the ball players. And um, that was very, uh, uh, depressed for me after the season so was over every year because uh, my soul was, the first thing I want to do is come back home, go to Cuba. I don't was able to go. I think, um, and all my friends, my special friend baseball players, they, uh, everybody go home, you know, some go to Puerto Rico, some go to Venezuela, some other go to here to the United States, different places. They go, yeah, I here by myself, you know, in Minneapolis. But, uh, I was lucky. Too, you know, to be here in Minnesota. It's a very cold country, but the people here is very, very warm. Wonderful people. Uh, I think I, I, I've been blessing uh, all over. You have a chance to meet my my wife right away in 1964, and she invited me to come to meet his her family in South Dakota, and that makes it a lot easier too to be able to meet some wonderful person who care for you. I have some other friends uh, here in Minnesota. They, they take care of me like if I was uh, his own son. Okay. Now, you were Rookie of the Year in 1964. After that season, did you say, this isn't so tough? No, no, in fact, I never take another for granted in baseball because I know that I was able to hit. I know I got hit. No question about it. My problem was in my field. Yeah, I, 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 um, uh, I work very, very hard to be able to become one of the best field in, in the league. I win the Golden Glove and City Six, and I was, a, I feel very proud about that. It was a very nice. But I never take, uh, my baseball or my hitter for granted. I keep it working, I keep it working, yeah, I try to keep it, uh, do the stuff uh, the way that I think that was the easy for me. Uh, I learned how to uh, uh, approach different pitches. I know who's the pitches I was able to hit a lot easier to opposite field. Yeah, when, uh, some pitch I want to pull the ball. Uh, I want to work, you know, all the time. I never thought work. Uh, I think in baseball you have to be like, Let's say, like any other job, like if you're a doctor, if you're, you're a lawyer, something like that, you have to keep a story to be able to survive and, and, and get better, if you can get better. But if you stop working, 
you can, the only thing you go is the back way. You can get worse. You have to keep it working and thinking to get better. When they lowered the mound, did that give the hitters that much of an advantage than before? Well, as, as they were saying, I don't know exactly. I don't pay no too much attention. I know it was a little bit hard. Uh, um, I think when, when the mound was way high, uh was um, a lot tough for a lot of the hitting, but uh, uh, for me, I tried to make adjustments because uh, I think in my hit is uh, was the same after uh, I got hurt. Uh, uh, my only time when I saw my hit went down a little bit was uh, in a couple of the years, and that was because uh, uh, I was I was hurt those couple of years. I not want to use that as uh, as uh, excuse, but uh, like in 1966, uh, I was winning uh, my last, my, I was, uh, like the last more disease, I was winning a uh, little American League. Yeah, I was in a bad car accident where I have a, uh, you know, uh, somebody went through a red light and they hit me. I have, a, uh, I guess, uh, like a whip glasses. And that's why I have the accident. Uh, I have so much headache. Uh, my head uh, was so stiff, and sometimes I had to come to the ballpark every day to have some treatment. I stretched my neck. I went to Rochester Mayo Clinic uh, right after the season uh, for for a week or two. And after that, it taken me about two years to become uh, the same hit that I was. Uh, after I get, uh, after I was in a car accident in the end of 1966, 67 and 68, I not was the same that I was before. Uh, yeah, I think I still think it was that because the the accident. Uh, the otherwise, uh, I think I don't have no problem. Now at the 2011 Twin Season Opener. They unveiled your statue. What's it like having a statue outside a ballpark? I, you know, I can believe it. I still not believe it. The first thing I say, how, this is unbelievable. How to get a fan boy from Cuba who never played amateur ball or anything like that be able to come here to the United States, play the best baseball in the league, uh, play in the big league and being in front of the stadium, the one the beautiful stadium in the world, and you know build a statue to this to this person. I still dreaming. I say you know every single day I thank you God for all that medical stuff they doing to me and my family and, and myself and and you know I uh, I don't have enough word to thank you to everybody you know. To pull it for me so hard and help me to be able to become and to be one of the good baseball player in the United States and be able to have a statue uh, in the stadium, you know, it's unbelievable. I think it's, 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 a, it's a lot of combination. I think it's not only as a baseball player, probably the people recognize that I was more than baseball players because uh, I stayed with Minnesota doing for 50, almost 52 years. I think I've been doing pretty, you know, something good, not only for baseball, for, I think for 
for the people, for the neighbor, for for my staff, for everybody, because still the, the people remind me. And 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 to build a statue like that is something that is uh, something for generation. Uh, the people uh, be able to pass, you know, the parents tell the kids. I know that still uh, every year we go in the, in the, in the caravan with the Minnesota Twins all over North Dakota, South Dakota, Minnesota, Iowa, Wisconsin, and yeah, meet some lot of people in this in the eighties, nineties. Yeah, bring me members, the the grandparents, the parents, the grandparents, the kids, everybody, the steers, they come and uh, remember uh, all those days. I know the parents go tell it to the kid, hey, I remember when this guy played baseball. Uh, I think it's, it's nice. It's nice uh, one. The, you know that uh, the people uh, have a statue uh, in the stadium. It's so many people can enjoy that. And I know a lot of my little grandkids uh, already they, they they enjoy that. They come out and hug the, the statue, you know. And my sons and my daughter they never have a chance to see me play. Sometimes miss. They only have a little tiny the film. Uh, not like today that everybody have a lot of film, you know, that you can show them while you play. I only have two or three minutes. And my kids tell me all the time, I can't believe it. You used to run that fast on those legs, you know what I mean? It's something something funny that uh, that thing happened, but uh, it's a good memories. Okay. Well, thank you so much for your time, Tony. It was a delight talking with you continued success, and maybe one of these days the Twins will uh, get back to the level when you played. Well, you never know. You see, this year, still, we had to play long time yet, and now we've been playing a little better baseball. The people here deserve the best. We're going to try to give the best. Yeah, I hope we can go to the World Series pretty soon again. All righty. Thank you very much for your time, sir. Thank you, Jay. All righty. That was Tony Oliva, Minnesota Twins legend. When we come back, we'll have a Los Angeles Dodgers legend, Tommy Davis.